morning and welcome to Noah's Window. For the last few days, Mary Alice and I have been looking at some of the worship music that we do at New Spring and then also looking at the scriptural underpinnings. And that's one thing I love about our worship music and ministry at New Spring is it is biblically based. I want to talk today about a simple song that we've just started singing recently that's entitled simply Simple Gospel. And all the lyrics are great. But probably the ones that you will pick up on the most uh, are, is the lyric, I'm laying down all my religion, because that's something that gets repeated several times. But then in the chorus, there's the lyric that says, I will rejoice in the simple gospel. And again, there's so many wonderful lyrics in this, but it's that I'm laying down all my religion and I am rejoicing in the simple gospel. This is a very important song because it aligns with one of the key teachings of the Word of God. In fact, you know, the lyrics of the song are repeated often, and I think if there ever was a song worth repeating the lyrics often, it would be the, the lyrics of Simple Gospel. One of the reasons why I say that is in the 21st century, I, I guess as with all the other centuries since the, since the resurrection of Christ, we're seeing the idea of the gospel being stretched out of shape. And in fact, the, go the gospel is being stretched out to cover all kinds of social concerns and religious concerns and all of that. We need to always remember that the gospel of Jesus Christ is so very simple. L let me read to you how Paul defined it in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He said, I want to remind you of the gospel. He said, I received it now. I'm passing it on to you. And he said, it's this gospel by which you are saved. Verse 2 of 1 Corinthians 15. And he said, here it is. I, what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, and that He rose again on the third day. Now, here's the thing. Paul defines the Gospel as a message. That's very, very important for us to get. Because, see, religion tells us what to do. The gospel of Jesus Christ tells us what's already been done. That's why over and over and over, the Bible tells us that the way to be saved is to believe. John 3.16, whoever believes will not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Acts 16.31, whoever believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth that God raised him from the dead, that person will be saved. Romans 10.9, over and over and over, we're told the way to get into heaven is to believe. So. Anytime we add anything to the simple gospel, it's not the gospel anymore. Why is this so important to God? Well, first of all, it's His gospel, it's His good news. Secondly, we can't save ourselves. And the only way we can be saved is through what Jesus Christ has already done for us. And the only way for us to benefit from that is to simply put our faith and trust because there's nothing to be added to what Jesus did on the cross. In Ephesians chapter 2, in the 8th verse, the Bible says, It is by grace that you have been saved. Well, that's what Paul said when he was describing the gospel. It is by grace that you've been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. That means doing good stuff, so that no one can boast. Now, here's the thing. When I look at that scripture, what it tells me is the gospel has nothing to do with me. All I can do is to respond to the gospel by putting my faith in that message. You know, as I said, um, definitely in our, in our time, as with all the other centuries, uh, Satan will always uh, attack the gospel. He'll attack the gospel by either trying to take something away from it or from adding something to it. 
And one of the things that religion tends to do is it tends to add human effort into what Jesus Christ has already done, and that's what corrupts the gospel. We see this in the church at Galatia, and that's where the book of Galatians comes from. Whenever you read Galatians, it can seem like Paul's really distressed, and he is. The reason he's distressed is because the people in the church of Galatia at first heard the gospel and they accepted the simple gospel that this song is about. But in time, they, they allowed teachers to come in and say, oh, but you also have to do this and you have to do this and you have to keep these laws and keep these rules. Well, some of the things they taught might have been beneficial, but they aren't going to add to the gospel. In fact, they corrupt the gospel. Here's what Paul said as he opened the book of Galatians. He said, I'm amazed that you're so quickly turning away from him who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another gospel, but he said there are some who want to change the gospel of Christ. You know, Satan will always have his people who want to change the gospel of Christ. They'll want to add this or add that. And, and really, when you think about it, anything that any humans do to add to the gospel subtracts from the complete sufficiency of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Well, I, I didn't mean to get off necessarily into a doctrinal discussion, but, well, it is truth, and so it's important for us to look at that truth. But every time I sing simple gospel, I think about that. It is a simple gospel. Now, it wasn't simple for God. It was an enormous plan for God, but it's simple for you and me. And here is the gospel, that Jesus died for my sins, which in my case were many. Jesus died for my sins. He was buried, and three days later, he arose from the grave. I believe that. I put my faith and my trust. I put my eternity in heaven. I stake it all on the fact of the gospel, the simple gospel. Jesus died and was buried and rose again. And that's where my hope is. Anything plus that, Anything minus that isn't the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, as I bring this talk of Noah's window, I think it would be a good time for us to just look in our hearts and see if it's possible that somewhere along the line we might have picked up a message that added something to the gospel. You know, some of us grew up in a tradition that said, well, Jesus died for our sins, but you have to be a member of this particular church. You know, Jesus died for our sins, but you have to be baptized in order to go to heaven, or you have to be baptized when you're a baby. Anything we add to that corrupts the message of the gospel. It's gotta be Jesus, plus nothing, minus nothing. All my hope is in Jesus. And if you've never had that moment, let this be that moment. Let this be this moment where you just say, I'm laying down all my religion, like the song says. I'm laying down all my religion, I'm laying down all the preconceived notions that I picked up in this warped world, and I am looking to the cross of Jesus Christ and to his empty tomb, and I am accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. You know what? I'm going to pray a prayer right now. And if you're not sure you've ever really had that moment of complete commitment to the true gospel of Jesus, maybe right now is that moment. Let's pray. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner, but I heard the gospel. Christ died for my sins. He was buried and he was raised from the dead. I believe that gospel. I believe Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. And I receive him as my savior. And I trust him alone for my salvation. In Jesus name, amen. 
hey, if you just prayed that prayer, Mary Allison, I'd like to send you a gift box. It's got a Bible, a book I wrote, a journal, and some other cool things. And all you have to do to get it is text the word PRAYED, P-R-A-Y-E-D, one more time, P-R-A-Y-E-D, PRAYED, to 97,000, and answer the questions, and you'll find out how we can uh, send it to you, or we'll, we'll know how to send it to you, and we'll get it right out to you. Hope you have a wonderful day, and uh, by the grace of God, let's rejoice in the simple gospel.